I'm Yasi Salek, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, and welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Today, we have Rodney Matthews on the podcast. At long last, I've been hoping to do this one for a while. It was a blast to talk to him. But first, I had a few housekeeping notes. First of all, Love is Blind finale. We got episode 12 tomorrow and then the re- live reunion that we are much dreading slash anticipating is happening on Sunday night. And so this pod is going to come out immediately following after we watch it. We'll digest it a little bit and then we'll hit the mic. So you can look for that late Sunday slash early Monday. Additionally, you may have heard me and Callie discuss how we are going to devote May to an old season of Love Island. Well, we've chosen season three of Love Island UK. It's available on Hulu. We'll be releasing a watch schedule so we can all do it together. I'm very excited. I have high hopes. I've missed Love Island. My mornings are a little bit more free. And lastly, this conversation with Rodney was taped a little... It was pretty recent, but not like today. So... If it seems old, like perhaps you saw pictures of his birthday party on social media already, you'll be able to date this back a few weeks. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I I don't really care if it's a little bit old. All right. Hope you enjoy. Thanks so much to Rodney. Thank you to Jade Whaley for producing this episode. And I'll be back on Sunday night. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. Feels like a holiday. We have with us today the one, the only, Mayor Rodney Matthews, the Mayor of Bachelor Paradise. Rodney, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Juliette. How are you? 
I'm great. I don't know if I think of you more as like a mayor or as like a high school football coach. Which do you think of yourself as more? Honestly, it's a little bit both. Wow. I have been a high school football coach you and have? I was also <laughs> class president, which they voted me on for the show and back in the day. So it's just me. It's just me. I can't help it, Julia. I, I love so funny. I love the people. Well, we love you on Bachelor Party. Me and Callie were huge fans. Absolutely stunned that you were not The Bachelor. Now that you've been in this world for a while, would you want to be The Bachelor? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, it's it's such a tough, such a tough decision. I, I don't know what I would make of it. If if I was asked and approached back then, yes, most definitely I would I would love to be the guy. I'd love to be the lead and find love that way. But now looking back, I, I don't know if I just don't know if it would be the best move for for me in my life and finding love. Okay. Interesting. So what are you up to these days? So now I'm really excited because I am switching into real estate. So I'm making nice. a nice little career shift in my life. So nice little life change. I'm turning 31 this weekend. So Ooh. yeah, I'm excited about that. We're going to have a lot of people fly out from Bachelor Nation this weekend. Like who? But, so I got Michael A. flying out, my boy Leroy, Clayton's coming out. We have Andrew, Justin, me, Nate. We, we got, wow. uh, we got a some, some heavy. Yeah, we got some heavy hitters coming this weekend. So I'm really excited to, to celebrate down in San Diego, just a new chapter of my life. And yeah, I'm really excited to, to switch into real estate. I feel like that'll be a really nice change that I need. And ever since I bought my first house, my first property, I've always had that thrill. And so just to share that with other people, it gets me really excited. On the topic of Leroy... Yes. Callie and I, sorry, we'll come back to you, I promise. But I just need to say. <laughs> I can talk about Leroy all day. That, that's my brother right there. Callie and I feel that he looks like the long lost holiday brother, like Drew, Easily. Justin, and Aaron Holiday. Like he looks Easily. like he's in their family. I listened to the episode when you guys first brought it up. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> 1 million percent spot on. We joked about it. He's like, yeah, I've gotten that a few times now. Oh, interesting. So he, That's he so knows. funny. What were you doing before deciding to go into real estate? Before I was working in outside sales. Yeah. So I worked What's in that? outside sales, business to business sales. And what oh. I was selling was uniforms, PPE, first aid and safety kits, like everything a business needs to like run and function on a daily basis is what I would sell. Oh, interesting. So the little things that no one would think about, like the, cool. the floor mats, the hand sanitizer, the air pressure, like stuff that no one thinks about. That's what I was selling. Interesting. I've, I, that is something that I've like never thought about, but I'm like, yeah, people need that stuff. Interesting. I'm the only person who walks in <laughs> and looks at a floor mat to see what company it is. I'm that weirdo. That's where Did I'm you at. work for like Quill or something? I worked for a company called Cintas. Yeah. Got so it was like it. the white trucks that are on the road. Good people. So did you take your real estate license test yet? Not yet. So I'm halfway through my course right now. I have to finish up my course and then practice and study for the state exam. And then I'll be ready to go. Gotcha. Cool. So are you going to ask Kate Galvan for advice? And do you want to be on Selling Sunset? I, <laughs> I don't think Selling Sunset is probably the best place for me, but... <laughs> Yes. So Kate and I, I've already spoken with Kate a couple of times. She actually took me out on a ride along last Ooh. week through Hollywood Hills and some open houses that she had to go tour. So that was a really cool experience for me because obviously I'm more being in the field. I'm so used to being in the field and learning that way. And even though, you know, I, I could be a bookworm at times, I prefer being in the field and learning that way. I'm very visual and hands-on. And so I'm really excited to just keep learning more. And she's been very helpful with that. Nice. Well, we're, we're Kate fans here. We gave her a hard time, but then I told her, her about it to her face and it was kind of awkward. But 
I think we got past it. I like to think she'd yeah. come back on the podcast again. Yeah, that's all in the past. <laughs> so did you watch Bachelor in Paradise last fall when it was on? I did. I did. Yeah. Are you aware of how upset everyone was when you left? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Were, were you surprised by the amount of tears? I, honestly, it was like someone killed Andrew's dog. Like, I, I've never <laughs> seen someone cry like that on TV before. He was so upset. <laughs> yeah, I um, I remember that very clearly. I didn't know how how deep it was. I didn't know how strong everyone felt. I knew in that moment it was tough. But once I left, I kind of thought the tears would just stop and everyone would move on. And crazy enough, they didn't. I saw how long that that effect had on everybody. And that was obviously that was tougher for me because I was like, I didn't want people sad like that. I didn't want to make anyone sad. And that's kind of always been the number one comment. Anyone who walks up to me is like, it's a pleasure meeting you. You made me so sad on the show. It's like, I just want to make people happy. I don't want to make anyone sad. So that one really hurt. And then once I got back and once everybody flew back, they're like, you have no idea what you leaving did to people. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, I think everyone was just fed up. Like everyone was tired. It's like relaxed. It wasn't just me. They're like, no, nah, like we were really hurt once you left. Like you were the class president. We didn't, we didn't want you to leave yet. So that one, uh, that one hurt. That's really nice. Like, it's just like really sweet. I just want to say you didn't hurt me, but I was sad for you. Like I was like, this is sad. But did you watch the Bachelorette season that you were on as well? I did. So you've watched all of your, your TV experiences. Yeah. For the most part, I, Bachelorette was easier to watch. I think Paradise was a lot tougher for me to watch. Honestly, just because of so much that went on, I, I look at Bachelorette and there were way more happier moments. Mm. And then when I look at my journey on Paradise, especially because you have more time with the person that you're trying to meet, that you're trying to date, it made it tougher. It kind of brought all those feelings and emotions and thoughts back into my head. And, you know, just when you thought you're like over it, it all floods back and it's, it's old news to you, but it's brand new for everybody else. So it's their reactions coming out now. And that was always the, the toughest part for me. It was really tough for me to get through the episodes of Paradise because I knew it was coming. I knew how I felt. I'll never forget how I felt. And yeah, it was just, it was tough. If you don't mind me asking, how, how did you feel? Like, even like right now, it feels like you like get kind of like somber, like thinking about it, like. What was going on, like, what was, like, going through your head in those, like, really, those last days? I was just so hurt and embarrassed, and I think just, like, over overwhelmed with, with emotion. I, you know, the reason I connect so well with all my castmates is because I try to bring, like, a, a positive energy and a positive light. And that's why, you know, Andrew and I are very similar in that case. And I think remembering those last few days of me just feeling, like, beat up, beat up emotionally. I I felt like I just couldn't be there for people. I, I always want to hear them vent and hear their advice. And that would always distract me on the island too. But I was just so much in my head and it got to the point where it's almost like, you know, like I, it was almost like I cracked, you know, and I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh, like I want to be there for other people, but I'm, I'm going through my own emotions and my own relationship. And now I have to watch one of my friends date my girl who I wanted and I thought everything was so secure. And then I, I just look back at so many moments. And to be honest, like I said, I, I still have no regrets and nothing that I would change, but just left and right. It just felt like there were so many punches and uh, it, it hurt at the time. I'm really sorry to hear that. Thanks for talking about it, even though it was painful. I will say okay. 
you have nothing to be embarrassed about. Like you're the most beloved person I've ever seen on television. And <laughs> it's also, it was, it was very like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the way that you seemed on the show was just like really very genuine. And I don't, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's nothing, nothing at all to be embarrassed about. But one question I've had is how are you able to be friends with Justin? Like, that's crazy to me. <laughs> Him, <laughs> so much crazier is. than being roommates with Nate, by the way. <laughs> yeah, both those are pretty crazy. I think so. Something that I, I reiterate a lot too is is that's always the, usually the number one question, and I just say the reason that we become so close is there's there's definitely a mutual respect. Is that we look at each other, we say, "Hey, we're great men," and whatever woman chooses us, it's for a reason, and. That's why there is so much mutual respect. And, you know, with Justin and I, funny enough, obviously, once we got back, like we didn't talk, like we didn't talk at all until right before, right before the episode came out or it was right before the reunion. And it was a pretty big gap because that recorded in June and I think it aired mm -hmm. in like what, November or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Once that happened, I, it was, it was tough. We, We didn't talk for months. And then finally, yeah, it was right before the reunion, right before the episode came out. He called me and he's like, man, it, it's, it's been on my mind forever. And he's like, I've been dreading this call. And I was like, what's, what's up, Jay? Like, what's up, man? And he's like, you already know, like, I have to, I have to talk to you. I have to apologize. And I just hope, you know, like, I want us to be good. And he's like, and he told me everything about how uh, his relationship went down with Eliza and why that didn't work out. And he's like, man, obviously I lost her, but I don't want to lose a friend. Like, you know, that, that whole weird side of our past is done. Can we just move on and be back to being friends? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, everything happens for a reason. That's life. And, you know, the, the show can put us in certain situations. And, and at the end of the day, like, I, I always want to be surrounded by good people and good energy. And so I didn't want that situation to ruin like our friendship or brotherhood in any way, you know? I just want to note, he didn't lose her. He rejected her. So just to be clear. So. They, yeah, so correct. Correct. He did reject her. It, it It's such a shaky, shaky pass with those two. But he did <laughs> let me know like, hey, you know, once we got back, it wasn't all rainbows and roses. Like we we went through our struggle and our tough times and our, so much miscommunication. And he's like, yeah, it just wasn't meant to be. It didn't work. Can we be good at least? And I was like, yeah, yeah. We're so, did good. they we're... give it a shot beyond what we saw on TV? Like after that, did they like try to work it out? He said they definitely made attempts, from what I was told. But they, it was just so much miscommunication that they couldn't make it work. Especially mm -hmm. already being long distance. Just was like, bro, I I couldn't do it anymore. Like I'm done, and that's it, and that's that, and that's why he's like we're done. Can we just go back to being friends? And, and just like the good old days, I said, yeah, man, everything's good. We're, we're moving on. You're a really forgiving person. I feel, is it like, a, I am. <laughs> I am. You're like, you're I right. Can, <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I am. <laughs> is it like a taboo topic? Like, I guess what's it like for like this? I think one thing people really respond to is like the friend group. And that's like why the social content pops off and like, you know, mm -hmm. There's, it's like why like Bachelor Nation is the thing. And so when you guys hang out, like, do you talk about your experiences on the show or is it like any other friend group where like you just have mutual friends and like you talk about whatever? It starts off talking about the experiences on the show. <laughs> That's how it always starts. And yeah. then we just go right back into being normal friends, mm. you know, just laughing and joking about everything. 
how did you and Nate become so close? Because I, I remember, didn't he like go on vacation with your family or something? Like after you guys came off Michelle's season yes. or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's always the funniest part is like Nate and I. Why? Right, so, Why is that the funniest part? Because once again, like I went on the show to find love and instead I found a brotherhood, which well, is Well, you just, did find a different kind of love. Uh, yeah. Love. it's. I mean, that that's my brother for life. So it's just crazy and your how roommate. it all... Exactly. Yeah. And my roommate. Is he home? He is. He is. He just got back home. I think he was at the gym. Nice. So yeah, he's he's somewhere <laughs> right now. He's he's busy doing something. But yeah. When no, I interviewed Susie a few months ago, she was with Sierra Jackson, like staying with Sierra. And oh, nice. and she was just like and, and Sierra was just like in the background, just like hanging out, like cleaning up and stuff. It was really <laughs> it was really funny. That's the funny part about Bachelor Nation. Someone's hiding somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I and close. I was like, come say hi. I was like, I want to talk to her too. So it was really We might funny. make a guest appearance, but even because uh, night one, night one, obviously, when you meet everybody. Yeah. And his his crazy self, he thought I was going to be like the villain of the season, like this horrible guy. Like Why? I'm just walking. I don't know. Like there's no excuse. I walked down an apple. Couldn't have been more wrong. Ridiculous. Exactly. That's the funniest part about it. He's like, oh, this guy's going to be the troublemaker of the season. Then I walk, I walk down, I meet everybody, crack a couple jokes. We're all smiling, laughing. And then I walk to the bar and he walks up to me. He's like, you're pretty funny. I don't know what it is about you, but you're funny. And I, I, I like you, man. Everything's good. And I was like, yeah, man, like you're funny too. Let's be friends. And that's just how it started. Then we became roommates on the show. And as you know, like when your roommates on the show, that's, that's your person all day, every day. That's your, you know, your partner in crime. That's who you hang out with and who you talk to, you know, after shooting late and stuff. So it's crazy how it worked out. But during that time, obviously, we just grew so close. And I, you know, I knew I was like, all right, he's much further in his relationship than mm. anybody else that I talked to. So, yeah, after that, we just learned that we we knew we were going to be friends, you know, for life. And I was like, all right, at the end of the day, man, I'm going to support you. You support me. And that's what I talk about when it, it's a mutual respect between us, because we know that for the most part, most the majority of the guys that go on the show are really good men who are genuinely looking for love and, and looking for looking for the person, looking for their woman. So it's it's an exciting part of the show. So like, do you share hotel rooms when you start traveling? Yeah. So you're talking about for the show when you're traveling yeah. place to place. Yeah. Well, also on family vacation. Did you guys share a hotel room on family vacation? <laughs> yeah, family vacation. We had our <laughs> first our first ever Matthews family vacation, and we really? chose to go on. A, yeah, first ever. How we many people? It was, uh, let's see, me, moms, pops, Royal, my nephew, and uh, six of us. Yeah, wow. six of and us. And then Nate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a cruise? Yeah, it was a cruise. It Where'd was hilarious. Yeah, we, we went to Ensenada, Mexico. Yeah, so it was a oh, short three-day nice. cruise. We had a basketball tournament on the cruise. That's why I was like, oh, this is cool. So I thought we'd be all shaky and wobbly and couldn't make a shot, but it felt like it was stationary. Just because wow. you know how cruises move and operate. I've never been on one and, and never will, but sure. Never? No, absolutely. I don't not. know why I'm so shocked because before that I was never on one too. So I don't know why I was so I, shocked. I never ever want to go on a cruise. That's a no for me, but I'm happy for you if you had a good time. Julia, you gotta try at least once. <laughs> no, absolutely it, not. Be honest. Is it because of Titanic, Julia? Is that no, why? not at all. I just have like a crippling fear of not being able to escape. And so, like, being stuck on, like, a boat and not being able to, like, just leave if I want to, that's, like, too freaky for me. I get a little claustrophobic, too. I'm not going to lie. It's not claustrophobia. It's having an exit strategy. It's, like, being able to leave everyone. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's very misanthropic, but that's how I feel. But I'm happy for you and Nate. So you shared a small cabin on a cruise. We did. We did. But we were used to it from the show. We were used to it. So it's just like. That's hilarious. My brother right there, you know. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. It's like when you come home from filming late, like, what do you talk about? Like, do you get sick of talking about being in this bubble? Or, like, like you don't have, like, sports to talk about because you don't know what's happening <laughs> in the outside world. So, like... What do you talk about? To be honest with you, me and the guys, we would talk about everything and anything. And mm. like, like I said, we would talk about, I was, you know, if we weren't singing to, to pass the time, we had to sing because we had no music. Yeah, I would host like these little like therapy sessions. Like, all right, guys, like we'd already be in a circle just chilling and talking. I'm like, all right, tell me, let's go around the circle and tell me one thing you miss most about home or tell me one family member you miss the most and tell me why, like all this stuff. So we talked about everything. That's why we all knew pretty much our entire life stories at that point. You know, there's no TV, no music, no phones, no distractions of the outside world. And so that's why we grow so close is because 24 seven, you are with these guys. I feel like, I feel like you should maybe be the next host of the bachelor. Are you gunning for Jesse Palmer's job? I mean, Jesse knows I would, I would love to replace him someday. (laughs) (laughs) He he knows. I told him I'd ask for some helpful hints and some tips, but yeah, no, he, he knows the deal. He knows. That's hilarious. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Who else was like, like who else is just in like the friend group, not even just your season, but like from paradise or whatever, like who else is sort of this, like, I don't know. You clearly have a magnetic energy to you. Everyone seems to feel, are there other people in the group that you like that are like that as well? Obviously, you're the most. It'll just say. It's, well, it's and Andrew most definitely. Like days when I was low, and Andrew was always hot. He was nonstop. Mm-hmm. Even when he was like, you would see him sad. That's why we would balance each other so well. It's like on his sad days, I was up and ready. I was like, hey, bro, like let's bounce back today. Everything's gonna be good. Let's go back out there. It was almost like coaching. And then yeah, my odd off days, he would do the same. And yeah, we just made sure we would always try to our best to kind of like pick up everybody's spirits. You know, like whether it's like pouring rain or a tropical storm out there and everyone's like down and, you know, we're filming at 2 or 3 a.m. or waiting for a rose ceremony and being like that would be like, all right, let's play a game of like, 
truth or dare, let's play charades. Like, let's do something. Let's sing this song, like something. You guys just like do more in a day than I do in a week. It's crazy. I just feel like you have more yes. energy and you just like, you're just <laughs> down for whatever. I really admire it. Sounds It sounds like a fun way to be. I wish I was like that. <laughs> it's not easy, Juliet. It's not easy. I promise you that. <laughs> Who else was in Michelle's Final Four? It was you, Serene, Nate, and... I mean, Brandon, I mean, Nate. <laughs> I said Serene. <laughs> I was thinking of Brandon, Serene. Brandon, yeah. Nate, you. And who was the fourth? It was me, Brandon, Nate, and Joe. Those were our final four. Oh, Joe. Right. Forgot about him. Yeah. Got it. And then who else from that season? I was like still in the mix. I guess Clayton. Huh? We had we had Clayton. We so, had... You're, so he's coming to your birthday. Yes. Yeah. How's Clayton, Clayton doing? We Is he like, okay. He's doing good. Yeah, he's doing really good. We just got his book. Oh. We got to start reading. That's my biggest thing. I sadly, Julia, I only read like probably a book or two a year. Tops, right? I think we can up wanna, that number. Reading is wonderful. I want to get better. Yeah, no, I want to get better. I want to make sure that I'm consistently reading. I think that should be like my nightly routine. Because for okay. me, I don't know. I'm I'm fully addicted to Netflix. There's so much good content. Oh my how God. much do you guys go out? Like how many nights a week are you and Nate? Out and about, like home late. I'd, I'd say I'd say once once a week. I, I have a good once. That's, yeah, I don't I've, believe it for that a second. Maybe twice. <laughs> okay, sure. If you're starting at one and giving me two, I'm going to go with four. But that's fine. There's nothing wrong. You're lo- you're young, living in Los Angeles. There's a lot to do. People are happy to be out and about again. I get yes. it. It's fine. Did you and go to have... Rachel Lindsay's book party? No, sadly, I couldn't make it. Damn, I couldn't make it either. Wish I had been able to. I'm so sad I missed that. Okay, so you're going out four nights a week. <laughs> it's fine. There's no judgment here. Maybe two to three. Nothing crazy. <laughs> okay. And where do you, and like, I guess you might not want to say, but like, where do you guys go in LA? Like Venice, Hollywood, West Hollywood, all over? There's There's a few good spots in Hollywood that we like to go to. I'm trying to think. I've been... Santa Monica and Venice, I've been to a couple times. Where else? Where are kind of the main spots? I know we've been I used to, to be young going out in LA. Just, see, I, mean, like I can see you like posting this. up a bungalow or something like that. Is that so cool? Uh, yeah, but bungalow, I mean, that's just like... That was always like uh, day drinking, cool spot. Yeah. But that was a long time ago. It's still that vibe. It's still that vibe. I'm trying to think. We go to we go to Bar Lease a lot. That's kind of one of our main spots. Never heard of it. It's, okay. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of where else. Jade, my producer, <laughs> thinks you should be going to Malibu. So, you know, Ooh, keep it in mind. Okay. Malibu, yeah, it's, no. it's it's hard to get there. So I hope you're willing to pay a high Uber price. But, you know. <laughs> we were just, just out it. there for a Celsius event. I forget what the after party was at in Malibu. But yeah, that was the night me, Susie, Brittany, and Nate were all out there for Celsius. Yeah, that was nice. Night. Is it hard to, like, have a normal night? Like, do you wish that you could not be... I don't know, hounded by social media, people asking for selfies. It's also, like, definitely particularly bad in L.A. Like, if you were living, like, I don't know, <laughs> Minneapolis, I feel like it wouldn't be as bad. I think to be... I, honestly, I heard I heard Minneapolis is a, is a big-time vaccination place. But I think, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people, the approach has been very... It's been very nice and kind. Like, it's never mm-hmm. too great. I've, I, had a, I had a married couple one time in Miami they ran up and just grabbed my face. And that's what I was like, oh, no, please. Like, Together? Please don't do it. Well, the husband the husband went first. And I was like, oh, this is awkward. I was like, please don't. That's really awkward. My face. But LA, no, most people, their approach has just been like, hi, excuse me. Like, are you Rodney? I'm like, yes. Like, that. that's me. 
<laughs> and, the, and then they always go to like, oh my God, you made me so sad. And I was like, I don't want to make anyone sad. Like, I'm sorry. But no, I think the approach has been good. I, you know, sometimes it can get annoying just based on the approach. But for the most part, a lot of people are really kind. How's dating been? Dating's been interesting. Like, <laughs> it's been very, very interesting. Hard? Yeah, you know, it's it's so... Um, I don't... God. It's definitely, it's definitely harder. Yeah, I think... Because you can't trust people or can't... Or just, like, don't know what they're about? Yeah, I always kind of question, you know, their, their true intentions, whether they tell me from the get-go if they knew me from the show or... You know, if they tell me like, oh, I've never seen the show before, but you know, they're following 20 bachelor people, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> just be honest. Like, please just be honest. you know, I never know what to think. I even, I, there was, there was one date that I had that was in a, a VIP setting. And you know, the girl I took on the date, we were, it was such a v, 15 people in a room. We did intros and I was like, hi, you know, I'm Rodney. I work in outside sales, live in Hollywood. Boom. That's it. Like, that's my intro. She's like, no, I want to tell people who you are. I was like, I just told them who I am, you know? And, and then it was one of those things too, where it's like people who like record their food, flash to you real quick, or go back to the food and tag you. And I'm like, you know what? That's, that's not really what I'm about. Yeah. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm actually trying to find a real genuine connection. And so that's been the toughest part is trying to figure out who actually wants me for me or just like, Hey, I'm dating Rodney from the bachelorette. Yeah, that must be hard. I also do think that if you're going out like in a group and um, these are like your friends now, it also attracts in some certain way, like women who are familiar with it. But Ronnie, I'm sure, I'm sure you'll figure it out. You know, you'll, you'll find someone great. She's, I have no doubt. She's out there. She's out there. And I'm, I can't <laughs> wait to find her. I need her. I need her. Like, please hurry it up wherever you're at. Please hurry it up. I'm tired. These, this is not for me. So I heard the bachelor tour is coming back bachelor live on stage. I actually went to it in February of 2020 right before oh. COVID at, okay. in LA. It, and I met Mike Fleiss there and COVID was like new and Mike Fleiss would not like shake hands with anyone. Like he was giving everyone an elbow because he was like already paranoid about oh, wow. COVID. And he wasn't paranoid. He was right. And anyway, it's coming back with Becca hosting. And what's, yes. what's your, what's your gig going to be in the show? Yeah. So last year I was, I was blessed enough to do bachelor live and we did our tour. I was on the East coast. And this time, now we're going to be specifically at Talking Stick Resort in Arizona and Scottsdale. Ooh. So I'm so really excited about put. that. It's just in Arizona. Yes, I think that'll oh, be. I think that'll be the main focus moving forward. I think they're looking for a residency there because it is such, uh, you know, such a growing and expanding area, which is really nice. But I'm excited. Yeah. So I think we're going to have three weekends there, and I'm going to be the middle weekend, weekend number two. Unfortunately, Becca can't make it for my weekend, but Andrew will be my host. Oh, and so yeah, that's it'll fun. Be me and Andrew just kind of going back and forth. What I like about it, it is, it's very you know interactive. Like I mean, you've been there before, and we try our hardest to kind of. When that I experience. was there, when I went to it, Connor from Hannah B's season was like the guy that you could date. I think it was Connor, and it was Ben and and Becca were hosting. Okay, you didn't want to get on stage and get a rose. No, but I was ha- I was happy to be there. I I feel like. <laughs> And, oh, yeah. And it was Peter's season was airing. I don't know if you watched this, but Peter was like, it was it was a shit show. And Peter was like, was there. And he was just like, really? He was sad. He was like, talk about sad. Peter, while his season was airing, was an unhappy person. 
And it was just like a, it was like a weird vibe. And again, it was like on the precipice of COVID. So like looking back on it, it's just such a weird, weird memory. But anyway, no, I did not want to get on stage. I don't think staged dating is for me, but I respect everyone who is into it. And hey, people want to meet you. So they're going to be coming out to the Talking Stick Resort to meet you. I love it though. We, we make it more, it's more fun games and we make it more interactive and we love that. Like the reason I originally signed on, I was like, all right, like there's no drama, right? And they're like, no, there's no drama. <laughs> yeah. I'm completely drama free. You can tell by now. Yeah. So it's more lighthearted. It's fun. And, you know, I think we still do like limo entrances, which is nice. So every girl gets like their limo entrance. We might still be doing hometowns. We do like group dates lip sync competitions, dance competitions. We, we make it what as a whirlwind. fun as possible. Yeah, it's, it's a fun time. That's wild. When is it? I will be out there April 14th and 15th. Oh, okay. And then the weekend before and the weekend after will be both Andrew and Becca. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's, a, that's exciting. I mean, yeah, I two, can't very char- two very charismatic people. <laughs> what else is next for you? What do you do? Like, do you have any summer plans? I assume you're not going back to paradise, although I don't know why I'm assuming that. I just, you seem very <laughs> sad talking about it last year. <laughs> yeah, paradise. That'll be interesting. I, I've, I've gotten a call and I told, I told them, no, I, you know, I don't know if there's a way that they can convince me. It would take a lot to get me back there. So yeah, summer plans as of now, not too sure. We probably do like another family vacation. I probably got some trips lined up, uh, cool. you know, that I'm, I'm going to have to go out for, but honestly, I think my main focus now is yeah, shifting to real estate. And then obviously this weekend, this birthday weekend will be big with these people coming out. And then, yeah, and then Talking Stick Resort and, you know, Bachelor Live. So that's kind of my main focus. So nice. we shall see. We shall see. I feel like, you know, it's always wedding season. Yeah, Kind of getting time. close to that year. So I feel like I got a few more weddings I probably got to go to. Love weddings. Oh my time. God. I've been just, I love them too. However, I've been just so, 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 so many. Do you like to go solo or do you like to bring a plus one even if you're not dating someone? I'm usually always solo. Okay. Yeah. Because I already know a good amount of people at the wedding. And even if I don't, I love meeting new people. I do too. And yeah, I'm, I'm the same way, Julia. Like, I just, love talking I'm not... just to new people at parties or like events like, or yeah. like at a bar. I like it a lot. I'm just like, this is great. I love talking to new people. That's why I like podcasting. I mean, we're very social people. So this just works for us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, Rodney, it was awesome to chat with you. This has been so long in the making. It's delightful to finally have you on the pod. Thank you to my producer, Jade Whaley. Don't forget to check out Rodney in Arizona if you're around on April 14th and 15th. And we'll be back next week. Uh, speak of the devil, we have Sierra next week. Oh, nice. We love Sierra. All right. We'll be back soon. Thanks so much, everybody. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.